Welcome, Pathfinders, to the Find the Path podcast, actual play of the Mummy's Mask Adventure Path, episode 56. Six. Six. 56. 56. 56 is what we're going to go with. <laughs> I don't know if there's anything special about 56, but we're doing it. Um, I have literally no uh, jokes for 56. No. If I've you add nothing. them together, it gets 11. There we go. That's important. <laughs> I don't know. And 11 and is five. a prime number, dividable only by itself, and uh, one. Therefore, it's special. special. Yeah, primes. Sure. Wow, we're really grasping here. We're really <laughs> grasping. Episode yeah. 56, the one where half the party has mummy rot. That's true. Well, Literally. Well, animals don't animals, count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like animals don't count. We're, we're now including the, yeah, including the animals in our cat party count. It's probably good they don't have mummy rot. <laughs> yes. When last we left our heroes exploring the necropolis in Wati, they had made their way to the Pyramid of Arithmetic Bliss, one of my favorite name structures in the entirety of Pathfinder. You've said that like 20 times. I know, because I love it so much. It just makes me think of math. That does not, oh, like math, Marie Kondo says, math. it does not spark joy. This <laughs> one <laughs> does not spark joy. It does not spark joy. <laughs> yes. You had explored the pyramid, got into a quick fight. And by a quick fight, I mean a long dragged out fight against a pair of mummies. Yeah, but some... Sudi stood his own ground. Like, he got against, um, Yeah, he got, got swollen. Got yeah, he yeah. got embiggened and then uh, got kind of beat down over the course of, I, I can't remember, I think that fight went on for like six rounds. It was, yeah. yeah, it was a long But he held fight. his own. You had managed to succeed by the skin of your teeth at some points, fighting back against the mummies as well as the pair of Alps who had shown up to oh, babble yeah. incoherently at all of you. Yeah, that, that was just insult to injury, by the way. Yeah. You had finished searching the structure. During your search of it, you had found that there was a the remains, the blasted remains of one of the cultists of the Forgotten Pharaoh mm-hmm. who had exploded. And now there's three outside. And now... Upon exiting the structure, you had been confronted by a trio of cultists in their red robes billowing around them in the dramatic wind. The leader of the trio figures had informed you that the Lord of the Desert has come for you. He's going to have to wait, is what Sagara said. She said he's going to have to get in line. He's going to have to get in line. (laughs) Same deal. Remember your snarky comebacks. It's, you know, same thing. The four of you... Six, counting the animal companions. Stand at the top of the steps leading into the Pyramid of Arithmetic Bliss. Would you say that we have the high ground? You, in fact, (laughs) have the high ground. The trio of figures stand blocking the only exit from here, unless you squeeze your way through that crack in the wall that that jackal went out through. Or you climb walls. Off towards your right, a trio of structures, smaller out structures that had been used you're going to guess for storage i don't think any of you made your way over there other than to see that they had been cracked open from the inside and whomever had been interred within was free now was that the ones that had like the, yeah i thought we looked at them and they had like the writings of like great accomplishments that were built for by the those engineers. were on the inside of all the walls yeah mm. okay uh, off towards your left hand side the small oasis and the overgrown you guess that they're probably once vineyards since they're kind of planted in rows and blocked in by the surrounding walkways and you're flanked on either side by a pair of tall obelisks, which seem to have been constructed after this temple, as I think you determined back in 54, I'm wanting to say. The figures stand with short swords in hands. That's right, they're all magus guys. That's not a you know threatening posture or anything. I'm pretty sure we're still holding our weapons. That's not Where the point. is the one who came before? Um, not here. We're kind of first-timers here. We're talking about the jackal? I mean, he ran off through the crack. It wouldn't be my friend. I thought it me didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> you are the servants of the great lady. I, I yeah. serve Osiris, thank you. I mean, kind of. Yes. I serve some ladies. I am working with the Temple of Phrasma. 
Or, I mean, we're sanctioned by her, of course. I don't think they care if we have a badge. We don't have a badge. (laughs) (laughs) You've come here searching. Is that a question or a statement? Where is the one who came before? He's no longer here, and we don't know where he is. He has not left. His stench still lies here. The usurper. The usurper. who calls himself the Sky Pharaoh. Wait, the Sky Pharaoh and the Forgotten Pharaoh are two different things? Only one man, one god, deserves such title. Isn't Horus... This usurper, this pretender, shall be made to pay for his arrogance. Isn't Horus the god of the sky and stuff? I look at on I look at on yours. Yes. Sky gods full up. <laughs> <laughs> Surrender. That's, That's not going, not to, be going to happen. No. We have work to do. We're on a limited timeline. If you surrender, our lord will be merciful. I somehow doubt that. I, mean, I, I don't, don't know. trust that. Your lord's probably not much of anything without his soul mask thing. You are searching. We cannot allow that to continue. Yeah, well, I guess we're just going to have to settle this the best way possible with swords. The men drop into a stance, whip their short swords about, and begin to rush their way forward. And I will need initiative yeah. from Huzzah! Man, that's not a great roll. Hey, huzzah! <laughs> I, apparently I should say huzzah before I roll. On yes, yours is kind of ready. Re- well, on yours is ready. Yeah. I'm absolutely I'm not ready. ready. Oh, right. Ah, these guys. How dare you look? I got a six. Isra. Twelve. She gets in front of you and goes... (laughs) Sudi. Sudi's got a 20. Not bad. Citra. Citra also gets 20. Your uh, initiative's got to be higher than mine. I've got a two. I have a four. Yeah. All right. I'm going to give that to Citra. I'm dexterous. Onuris. Onuris gets a 19. All right. On her? Gets a 20 and he has a 4 like Citra, but we'll give it to Citra since she's a, a PC. Bird. And on her is a bird. What am I doing? Uh, on yours to roll off. Oh, dang. Oh, oh dang. I go last. 17. Sometimes it be that way. Sometimes it be like that. It'd be like that. That's what I meant to say. I swear I'm hip kids. These are my favorite <laughs> enemy now. I have favorite enemy humans, unless they're not humans. Man, I hope they're humans. Oh, I hope you don't get confused. Because if not, then they're going to have weird They're powers. actually just animated objects. The, like, mask and the robe are animated to look like a person, but it's really just a mask what a, and a robe. What a twist. Wandering around. Like that creepy mask Pokemon. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I keep saying the same thing over and over again. You can only say a limited amount of phrases. <laughs> pre-programmed. It's like a major image construct kind of thing. It doesn't know what to do with our sass, so it just repeats the same thing. You are searching. <laughs> yes. You are searching. Yes. You are searching. It's like an yeah. NPC in a video game. <laughs> yes, exactly. I didn't mean to hit X on you again. Sorry. All right. Don't forget they like to explode. That's why Sudi's going to go non-lethal on them. They can choose to do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, at will. <laughs> They're also trespassing in the, the place. The really funny thing is being able to do non-lethal when I'm large size as well. Like, I'm just, like, batting them aside. You have, like, a round after they die, so you can punch them, and when they fall, punch run them away. away. Yeah, flip away. I think they can actually also choose to just be like, I'm going to explode now. I mean, that seems like a thing. Yeah. In case so. they're, like, you know, being captured, and they're like, I'm going to be interrogated. No. Yeah, we never did find out what happened to the other two that we had arrested. They exploded? They exploded, probably. Well, I mean, but yeah, but, I mean, we never found out for sure. I mean, we'll find out, I guess. Maybe we'll put it on our to-do list. Maybe they were cowardly and decided not to. Round one of combat begins. Mm. 
Citra, you have first initiative. Sweet. I believe you, uh, you're standing at the top of the steps. Yeah. They are, uh, looks like about 40 feet away from you. Yeah. I don't really want to wash forward there by myself. Uh, I go right <laughs> after you, so. I know, but I kind of want to keep our high ground. I'm, a, I'm afraid they're just going to cast spells at us. That's true. Yeah, you but don't I, want wizards I don't, at I can't, distance. I can't get there in one go, though. You can charge. Uh, it is a straight line. Oh, yeah, it's not, it's not a sneak yeah. attack round. Sneak attack. It's not a surprise attack round. I Everybody's could, aware that we gonna, want to murder each other. It's going to drop my AC. It's yeah, my only two. worry. Yeah. My AC's pretty good, though. If only they were haunts, I'd have an even higher one. <laughs> I hope they're not. Well, maybe they are haunts. We just had a whole theory. It's, it's all okay. a mirage. All right. I'm going to charge it. Swing. Literally charge it. So they drop into a stance. Citra rushes down the stairs, leaping off of the top two, landing in a roll Jeez. through the sand, skids up and dives to the attack. Let me guess. Ready to action goes off? No. Maybe? Oh. They didn't have chance to ready, yeah. <laughs> okay. They all, they all explode. <laughs> Swear to God. Ready oh, action Cyrus. Oh, so a natural 20. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Cyrus. Hit oh, Cyrus is looking out for me. Roll to confirm your critical hit. That would be a uh, 23 to confirm. A 23 will confirm your critical sneak attack as you yeah. close on your <laughs> make way. Guess, make it oh, they haven't gone yet. So they, I haven't gone. Yeah. they haven't gone yet. Okay, Sweet. so where's... This I'm escalated like quickly. Losing track of my stuff. Hey, okay. they started it. <laughs> that means she rolled That's well on critical audience. giggle. That's the critical giggle. <laughs> That's the critical giggle. Uh, okay, so I do 29 points of damage. Good gracious. And uh, what would you guys like me to debilitate him with? Uh, yeah. I would like you to make a reflex save as your blade pierces straight through his heart. Oh. There is a One flash of red and gold from his chest as he detonates <laughs> and explodes. Yeah. Citrus now killed two people. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I Sigurus got it up for efficient at your murder. I got an 18. 18. Ding. I have evasion. Oh, is if, he going to harm If it makes you front? feel better, you didn't flat out kill him. But he did detonate because he went down into the negatives. So he kind of killed himself. <laughs> okay, I feel better. He'll come back anyway. Uh, an 18, do you have evasion? Yes. So you rip your kukri free, back flipping away as there's an explosion of fiery snakes. I need a reflex save for his two buddies. <laughs> <laughs> you guys should have the problem with like those that. abilities is you can't pick who it affects. Okay, both of them save, but that's... They still take fire damage. Yeah, they still get a little singed from the blast as there's an explosion of flames ripping around him. The other two stumble back and let out like screams of surprise as their <laughs> buddy went from trash talking to dead. Did you not hear that? Steel walk away. They haven't gone yet, so we go to unhurt. Kaka! Oh, they haven't gone yet. Get him! So unhurt's gonna do a flyby attack. All right. He'll go for the one that's right in front of Citra. So he flies out twenty-five or sorry, forty-five feet as he dives through the air, launching himself. There's only one down. sky god. Uh, Horus. he only gets a sixteen. Is he going for the, the the one in front of Citra? The one closest to Citra. All right. Yeah. So there's still two remaining, mm -hmm. flanking either side of the gate. A sixteen will strike his flat-footed oh. target. Buddies. They aren't wearing any armor or anything. Buddies. You guys came and started a fight with no armor? He does three points of damage with his bite attack. The thing explodes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I really didn't mean to kill him outright. <laughs> well, and then usually yeah, people that make threats are stronger. He'll use his wing over. I suppose Citra just kind of stares at him and goes, oh god. <laughs> what have I done? And on her it'll wing over and kind of fly back this way. Probably more of it. That uh, never happens in one hit. Is it 90 foot fly speed? <laughs> yes. Okay. So he slices into him, 
swoops back around around the edge of or around the outside of the courtyard, swooping past one of the obelisks as we cut to Sudi Kantar. Sudi? You barely even registered Citra just blasting off down the stairs yeah. and killing this guy. Now there's just birds screeching him. and hey. <laughs> you guys always try to make Citra feel bad. She's just oh, an accidental killing machine. Away. They're seriously 45 feet away. That's annoying. Um, I just think it's funny. From now on, all of your enemies will be at least 45 feet away. Yeah, I know. That's that's just the way it be. Uh, so Sudi also will literal charge All right. Uh, at the one that is hasn't been hit yet. So just for our audience's clarification, the reason we're saying literal charge is because sometimes we'll say it for flavor text, like, we charge forward. But there are yes. mechanical things <laughs> in that play. That's the figurative charge, but you're taking the capital C charge action. Yes. yes. Uh, so so Sudi bolts down the charge stairs. Charge action, jump into the flying kick. His like paws karate kid the style. Oh, no, no, no. You're doing the Liu Kang thing where da 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 with your legs. Dude, if I had a key power level to do that, I would be <laughs> so happy. Um, That's the last five feet of your charge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I, I was going more karate kid, but okay, that'll work too. Oh, nice. um, That's like the crane. Karate Kid, no, probably. I don't know. They're flat-footed, so maybe there's a chance. Uh, So, 14? Oh, wait. Plus two for charging. 16? A 16 will strike your target. Oh, I didn't even add that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you rolled a nat 20. Oh, wait. Nope, I'm not... Um, right. Rachel doesn't need bonuses when you roll this <laughs> yep. well. Uh, so I get seven points of damage into him. Oh, yes, bonuses. Uh, you crush your foot into his side. Um, and he explodes. God, I hope not. <laughs> Pops like a balloon. No. Uh, He's probably got a rib in his lung by this point. I'm telling you, they're not real people. I think they're just Yeah, your foot ass. slams into the side of him with that hollow thump, like kicking the side of a tree as the man stumbles for a second, lets out a scream. You kind of jostle his mask out of alignment, so he just has to reach up and adjust that real quick so he can see through the eyes. Because Tech that's the important thing right now. He has to see. <laughs> so uh, you can stop it any time. That will bring us to the cultist. Oh, no. Oh, Actually, I'm not all that worried. The first figure turns to Sudi. Right, row, Raggy. Set and Nephis, hurry. Announce the gods of the south and their spirits. He comes indeed, the imperishable spirit. If he wills that you will die, you will die. He probably doesn't. Oh, Why are you using my lord's names in vain? <laughs> <laughs> he will slide five feet to the side, circling past you as he whips his Sadly, I don't have around. step up, which um, is a well, huge oversight. So Slides around, readies. The second one takes a five-foot step, oh, swinging really around into the flank against Sudi, who I believe can be flanked. Uh, yes, I can be flanked. The they're first roguey. one's readied action goes off as he stabs forward with his short sword. This is going to hurt, guys. Oh, don't explode. Oh, no. Uh, natural one. <laughs> <laughs> he Sudi. made a lot of talk. They're bad at talking. <laughs> <laughs> when they talk, they didn't die immediately. <laughs> The other one casts on the defensive. Right, row. He's got two people on him. We're going to get a flank chain, guys. See, we we haven't even done a game where I've done all of my crap talking. (laughs) That will succeed casting a defensive as his hand bursts into electricity. Uh, On on yours, gets a 25 on a spellcraft. Chuck and grasp. Oh, of course. Yeah. Classic Magus move. Reaches out. Come on, that one. And rolls a natural one. Osiris is looking down on us today. Yes, he is. He kind of shovels his feet. The sun's in my eye. <laughs> That's what you get for it taking seems, such name. It's a sign. It's a sign. It is a sign. That's uh, he will retain the spell. Not for long. <laughs> well, That brings us to Onurus. Onurus will move forward. Please don't be in my charge line. I need 
the one that has the spell holding within the one 40 feet of, of me. You. I believe you have a 30-foot so, movement speed. Yeah, and just get over one so she can get in there. Um, I'm going to cast... rushing forward. Sagira yells, don't get in my way! I'm going to cast <laughs> sound burst, but have the epicenter be here so I won't hit... Uh, okay, so you're going to catch that one, but not the other one. Yeah, because I don't want to hit Sudi or Citra. Please don't hit Sudi. Yeah. Oh, so, there's a loud... Sand displaced and like a radius burst out from it. Needs to make a fortitude save DC uh, 17. I think anytime that on your fights another like religious oh. person, it's like my uh, god. He gets a 20 versus their god. <laughs> so he's <laughs> not stunned, but he takes uh, four points of sonic damage. Farewell. There is a deafening thump. Sand scatters everywhere as the man staggers to the side. I was hoping I would stun him and he would lose his spell. That's worth a shot. Isra. Attack! The one on the other side of Sudi, without the spell. Isra goes leaping forward, barreling ahead. She has a 50-foot movement speed. That'll get her there. Yeah, she's good. So then she bites. So she goes jumping off into the sand. She rolls real bad, because my dice hate me today. But favorite enemy bonus, so 15... A 15 will not strike your target. Uh, okay. I haven't rolled very well. Her teeth clank into and seem to deflect off of an invisible field surrounding this man. Ah. From Isra, who roars in frustration, we cut to the bottom of the initiative, Segura. <laughs> Segura actually also capital C charges. Capital C charge. All right. Segura rushes down the steps, spins Kopesh and Kukri. Man, I haven't rolled over a 10. Swings um, Kukri. Or Kopesh, I suppose. Yep, it's more Kopesh. damage. Natron's Fang. Not super effective against these guys because they're not mummies. That is true. I'm assuming they're humans, though, right? They, they is. are actually dwarves. It's two, du- it's two dwarves. <laughs> <laughs> It's two dwarves stacked on top of each other in a row. (laughs) I get a 21 if they're humans. A 21 will still strike your target. (laughs) They can go ahead and take 11 damage. Three halflings in a trench coat. Uh, Oh, no. no. 13. Your blade cuts clear into this man's gut. He grabs onto your shirt. If he wills that you die, you will die. It looks like you're dying. He then detonates into an explosion. <laughs> Everybody uh, need needs to make a reflex save Everybody from everyone but saves. on yours. On yours is like, I'm back here for a reason, you guys. As fiery <laughs> snakes burst from his chest, consuming the air around him. Security save. Sudi's got an 18. And I believe I, uh, I'm a monk. I have evasion. Yes, it's a <laughs> You're like, I'm a monk. <laughs> yes, monk I'm power. still Like, it's thing. one of those, like, there's an explosion in Sudi. It's just like, monk powers. <laughs> Segura. Nine. Nine. Six Isra points got, of damage. Isra uh, got a 27. Isra gets a 27. Three points of damage. Sudi. 18 and evasion. You take no damage as you flip back into the way. Citra. 21 and evasion. 21, you take no damage as you roll back and out of the way. And on yours uh, is in the back, just like. just Segura in front of me. <laughs> How much damage does Segura take? Nine. Six. No, six. 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 Six points of fire I don't damage. Know. She takes no, one you point scored of fire a nine. That's yes. Oh, yeah, because it's fire damage. So it slightly singes you. On your says in the back, like, go team. Your eyebrows are, like, crackling a little. <laughs> yeah. All right, that brings us back around to the top of the initiative, Citra. Are we really going to have to do this? Is your god really worth dying for right now? He comes to thee, an imperishable spirit, lord of the dispensation at the side of the four papyrus columns. Yeah, yeah. Citra acrobatics into the flank. You used the real word. What? You didn't say flippy floppy. Used oh the my real gosh, I did. Words. Oh my gosh, she flippy flops totally into the flank. I was like, she she used the right, what? I know. What's wrong with me? Oh, something's wrong. Oh, we'll see. I got a 14. That will not succeed. <laughs> Uh, provoking an attack of opportunity, he will lash out with his yeah, short sword. Of course you will. Oh, I'm not near him. Dang. Uh, with an 11. No. You slide under the blade as he reaches out towards Here you. Here we go again. Off. 
Probably not. Uh, I only got a 15 to hit him. Mm-mm. Is that with your plus two bonus for flanking? 17. A 17 <laughs> will strike your target as you kick off the wall, okay. lash out with your blade. Yeah, it continues. Your son comes to you, that you may both stride over the sky, united in darkness, <laughs> that you may rise on the horizon to the place where you like to be. Uh, looking over at her dice, I'm going to go ahead and do a giggle for her because those are really <laughs> high numbers. <laughs> yeah, let me put it this way. I only scored three less than my I, critical. I don't care what my feet does then because he's going to be dead. Yeah. Because yep. <laughs> that should be a 26. Very well. So you flip in behind him. He continues bearing down on Sudi as he shouts, Announce to the gods of the north and their spirits. He comes about halfway through this. A blade rams into his back. (laughs) He stares kind of wide-eyed at the blade piercing out of his chest before the mark on his chest blasts out with a brilliant radiance and fiery snakes explode. Once again, requiring reflex save from everyone but on yours. Uh Uh-oh, I didn't make it this time. May Osiris judge you fairly. That's diplomatic. Isra gets a 26. Thagira gets a 22. Sudi gets an 11. Citra gets a 23. Uh, Citra has evasion and takes no damage. Sagira and Isra both take three points of fire damage. Sudi takes six. Okay. I take no damage. The blast of flaming snakes tears through here, marking and marring across the wall as the man crumples his clothing consumed in fire and his mask clattering to the ground. I suppose the Citra just stares down at the devastation once again. Well, that was interesting. This didn't need to end this way. This is a classic example of why you don't monologue. They're just very into saying weird sun-based stuff. It seems that the Forgotten Pharaoh and the Sky Pharaoh may be two different people. That's weird. I didn't think that was the case. Neither did I. So who's this Sky Pharaoh? Oh, but no, there's three parts of that guy. You think his two parts are warring against each other? Yeah, he said something like they're the same, but they're not the same. The, no, he called him the usurper. Mm. I think he called the whole thing. I don't know. He He's, said that he was the usurper. There is only one Sky Pharaoh. <sighs> Which I think is Horus. <laughs> well, they seem to disagree with this. I mean, they seem to say a bunch of crazy stuff and then blow up, so... This is very confusing, then. So, have we been tracking the wrong thing this whole time? No, I don't think, I think so. I think the barefooted person who might be my mother's killer is one group, maybe the Sky Pharaoh group. Alright, well... They did say something curious, though. They said he hadn't left yet. Well, we already knew that. We know the mask is still here. And they keep asking us. No, no, they seem to imply, I think, that it's still here in this specific place. No, I don't no, think I so. Think I think they, they just, just met the here and then across. Oh, yes. It's because I said the desert, but I was trying to be funny because this is also the desert, but they didn't get it. Hmm. <laughs> no, because we, we searched this whole building. No, unless there's a secret passage we didn't see. Oh, he's really good at finding those. Do, the, do these people have anything of value on them? I know they burst into flames, but hey. You may search them, but before you do, I will let anyone that wishes to make me a knowledge religion. Okay. Nope, not one. Uh, Sudi gets a 21. On yours gets a 22. Citra's a heathen and she doesn't know. Citra doesn't so, know. So, Segura, this has nothing to do with best. Okay. For Sudi and on yours, both of you recognize two things. I'll say on yours particularly recognizes one and Sudi recognizes the other. Heyo. Sudi, the phrases that they were using, they were twisted around a little bit. Those are pyramid texts. Those are prayers for the dead. Well, specifically prayers for the pharaohs and their ascendants to power after death. 
Hmm. Although in this case, they seem to have been changed around. There are occasions where you would call upon Set and Neftis, who uh, are, I believe, both siblings and married, because it's gods. Neftis being the goddess of morning, night, and protection of the dead, and Set being a god of darkness, uh, the desert, murder, and storms. So that strikes you as odd. On yours, you also notice the calling to Set as a particular anathema to horse. Although there have been pharaohs in the past that have believed themselves to be embodiments of Set instead of horse in the natural order of things. In addition to that, you're well aware that Set is the lord of the dark desert, sometimes Mm -hmm. simply referred to as the lord of the desert. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Sagira's just like appraising their items. So if these are their twisted prayers to the ascension of a pharaoh... Who may have believed he was set rather than Horus. Which would be an unusual thing, but... It's not unheard of. potentially still fall into the Forgotten Pharaoh because, I mean, if he was one of the um, believers of him being an embodiment of Set, they may have, you know, decided that was uh, bad and gotten rid of him, maybe. Do I remember anything about the Forgotten Pharaoh, that title or anything like that, being associated with Set? No. Hmm. I mean, and all... Again, all of his records should be either purged or they're extraordinarily rare. Again, the only place that seems to still bear his name are the slave trenches. Mm-hmm. So do we think that they were watching this place and that's how they found us? Or do well, you think they're nearby? They had sent that guy, but they may have also seen the, quote, one that was, came before. Which could possibly be the person we're looking for, but it's also possible there's maybe someone else here. Yeah, no, I mean, like, just guy. now, how did they find us? I don't know. They may have just been looking for their friend. Remember, he had a notebook yeah. with sites and the he like. Positions he was and if he didn't go. return, they may have just been coming to see if he'd found something. Mm. Hmm. There's something just bugging at me that makes me want to go check this place again. Like They seemed very confident that this place had some kind of significance. Well, we know he went through here and took all the records of all the buildings he thought were important but then they said they didn't think he left which was I, weird i still think that's referring to to the city to the city the, the city we oh. searched everywhere that we can and that we could yeah. we searched every room Sitcher didn't notice anything out of the ordinary not really no hmm okay we we should. if you want to give it another passover we can huh. yeah let's do it because i'm going it's going to bug me if we don't also what do these guys have so searching these bodies you find the following Three potions of undetectable alignment. Weird. Three scrolls of whispering wind. Okay. Three vials of oil of taggot. Vials of oil What's of that? taggot? Uh, it's that? a poison that renders people unconscious or paralyzed. Oh, uh, well, I don't know if we're going to really need that. but. Well, we may need it to put I'll, someone I'll down. I'll write it down. <laughs> we can use it on them to keep them from yeah. freaking exploding on us. Maybe. They have three daggers. Fifteen darts. Three short swords. Okay. Each of these three men wear a red cloak of resistance. Plus mm-hmm. one. Oh, their robes are like cloak of resistance. Or not their robes, but they're like uh, cloaks. Or yes, cloak their of mantles are cloaks of resistance plus one. Three I think Onuris is already wearing one of them because I have a cloak of resistance plus one. Yeah. Uh, I have one on as well. I don't know where I got it from. Though. We might want to like dress up as cultists or something at some point to go like infiltrate. Three spell books. Three sets of thieves tools. Okay. Three brass funerary masks. They're worth 25 gold pieces each. Okay. As I believe you appraised them before. Yes. I will need a praise check for this though. Uh, 29. Better than Sudi's 11. You find on each of these men, they are carrying a small glass bobble. In the first two cases, these are two small scarabs uh, made of blown glass and seeming designed to be coat or cloak clasps. 
in the third one's case, it is a small depiction of what looks to be an onk. Hmm. Each one of these are exceptionally well-crafted, and you can tell that they are worth 10 gold pieces still. Those are fancy. They also have 12 gold pieces between them. I guess let's do a quick pass of the building. Finally. <laughs> but wait, there's more. Ooh. Act Ooh, now, yes. and you can get extra loot. Searching the bodies, you find that one of them is carrying a notebook. Ooh. Uh, this seems to have survived the explosion as it was stored inside of the man's leather spell component pouch, which also mostly survived the explosion. I open In this, it. you see the names and locations of sites. These seem to be similar to the ones or to the list that you'd seen with the previous individual, hmm. with a variety of different marked sites. These are the Merid's Caress Bathhouse, the Pyramid of Arithmetic Bliss, the Observatory of Truth and Wisdom, the Sanctum of the Erudite Eye, the Shiny Bauble, as well as the Tomb of Minket Matya. Interestingly enough, the shiny bauble has been circled, although what that means, you have no idea. Maybe that's where they got the baubles from. Are any of them knocked out? Of the ones on here, the only ones that are marked out are the Sanctum of the Erudite Eye <laughs> and the Tomb of Minket Matya. All right, so I'm going to unfurl the map and I'm going to mark those places out as places to not search. Because if they've already We've looked, we've already been to both anything. of those places, haven't we? Yes, the Sanctum yeah. of Rudite Eye you explored at the end of book one. Well, sure, and then but... the tomb is the one that you went to where the fireball trap exploded. Yeah, uh, yeah but I was going to say, that sounded... Yeah. Did we mark the ones that we found in the first list out, too? If not, I would like I to do that, I don't know if we too. can trust their searching ability, because they didn't find it when they searched no, no. the Rudite Eye. No, they would have found... They're looking for that guy, it sounds like. Since you did decide to open your map, however... Oh, okay. Uh, the shiny bauble is marked on your map as one of the locations of the elegate compasses. Which was the oh, question no. I was about to ask. Uh, we should go there. <laughs> the ones that have compasses, let's try to get those first so that they don't destroy them. Well, I was just trying to make a note of the things that they said they, quote, didn't find anything. So, How far out of the way is the shiny bauble from where we are now? You guys are in the far <laughs> eastern portion of the map uh, where that little pyramid is on your map. Mm. Ah. On ah. the exact opposite end of this entire place. Where are the uh, dark folk? You see there's a walled off section in the southern portion that's up on the hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a little fort. Okay. We can get the faded, drop them off, go over here and check that out. Yeah. Where are the faded at? In the middle of the world. Yeah. Okay. Well, and we then still the far side of the places. We haven't, oh. we haven't found our Aspie snakelet yet. I'm not too concerned about him, to be honest. Well, we, well, have he, we still him. have to save him. It, we only have so much time to save the entire city. If we can't find him, we can't find him. Leaving people to die doesn't seem particularly nice. Yeah. We can't, he can't help who his daddy is. So, do we find the asp and save one man, or do we do our mission and save the entire city? Why not both? Do we have? T- we only have like what three days? We don't know where we're going. We're just wandering yeah, around we, this dead city looking for compasses that work. Like we, <laughs> we, we <laughs> might come across him. We're not. We're, we don't have a lot of good track record on finding working. We should wander downtown looking for a payphone. <laughs> we should collect the faded and go to the dark folk and see if they can help us get rid of the mummy rot. Yep. Did we lose like all track of the the asps? Yeah, yeah we have no idea where it was gone. Yeah, it was gone. Okay. It was gone pretty much as soon as you got out of the alleyway. We thought. Oh, okay. We thought he went here. Because we saw the tracks. They didn't. Okay. Yeah. So I guess we're gonna go back and get those two, those three faded dudes. Yeah. Let's take a slightly different route just to vary it. Search additionally. My as brain we walk just back. went to a really crazy place, guys. We saw that jackal, right? Yeah. Druid. <laughs> he's a druid that turned it. That's why he didn't want to be my friend. Yeah, that's why I didn't want to be your friend. Maybe. <laughs> That'd be smart. <laughs> he's Dark a, he's a druid. That's also why we can't track him. Is because we're just like, oh, he's got animal footprints. Or whatever. That would be cool, yeah. actually. I would be on board for this. 
All right. Well, here's hoping that that Medib was right and that the Dark Folk are actually going to be our friends. Maybe the Dark Folk already found the Asp. That would save us some trouble. Oh, maybe they did. But if they did, wouldn't they want to maybe get rid of him? Because he's not going to be like, hey, I'm a friend of Tetmanib's. Maybe they're no, curious. But they might hold him for a ransom. They may do be they nice people. Yeah, they could just be good people. <laughs> they may be like, oh, weird, human, let's talk. I don't know. I mean, I've never met one, so I can't really say. And they don't ring a bell whenever I try to recall. Because I don't have knowledge, whatever that knowledge is, I'm sure. <laughs> Where were the Lamia well. supposed to be? The Lamia were supposed to be located in the Cenotaph of the Cynic. Okay, so that one's actually somewhat close to where we are. Hey, Jessica, point to where the number one is, because I can't uh, see it. Okay. It's actually pretty close so. to us. So if we swung out wide... Oh, yeah. But I don't know if we want to face we're the Lamia We're not in right the condition now. to face yeah. the Lamia no, right now. No, I don't think we are either. I, I think it'd be better if we grab faded, hit the Dark Folk, and then... <laughs> Very well. What are you giggling about over there? Just waiting for you guys to decide. We're going to go get the Faded and then go, go to the Dark Folk. All right. Because hopefully they can help us, because otherwise one of us is walking around with Mummy Rod again tomorrow. Yeah, we're just going to have to treat the symptoms. That's assuming that you succeed on both of your checks. Yep. <laughs> Woo. Debbie assuming Downer. you roll really high. Well, I'm just saying, it, you still have to roll pretty high. Onyris was lucky to have gotten that off, um, I think, twice already. The four of you, accompanied by your animals gathered together. I believe Sudi wanted to do one last search of the structure. Uh, yes. So you may make a perceptual. Searching specifically for hidden passages. Looking for hidden passages. Very well. I'm assuming I'm using my eyes for this, so I will take penalties. Yay. I get a 22. Uh, I get a 21. I get a 27. On yours gets a 16. On yours is like, uh, why are we even bothering? The four of you take some time out. Search around the structure. Check the outside walls. Check for any signs of secret passages or check around the floor to look for any sort of access to a, a hidden lower level. After about an hour or so, you come up empty. Okay. Uh, again, the only thing that you find of any true note here other than the dead body there is signs of habitation. Again, assuming that this was this barefooted man that you'd seen before, he wasn't here alone. Huh. But regardless, they seem to have left in a rush, or at the very least, they left supplies behind when they did. Well, at least I can sleep good knowing that we don't have any questions left about whether there's a secret passage under this building. Yep. To oh, the fated. All of you make your way back out of the structure. There's another group of cultists. There's, a, there's another group. There's six of them now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Keep respawning, guys. Dang it, Hydra. <laughs> Lord of the Desert has come for you. Stab, uh, stab, stab, stab. Stab, stab, stab. Maybe these won't all just roll natural ones. Um, <laughs> the streets here are, are quiet. This far away from the living section of the city, the undead seem to have vacated this area and continued their press trying to break through into the largest concentration of life out here. I don't know if you're following Sigura's suggestion and just taking kind of an alternate route to make your way back so that you're not yes. trekking yeah, over the same sure. ground again. But also not trying to go to the Lamia town. No. Okay. So not swinging out too far north because you want to avoid the Lamia, but you can't go too far south because that's the noble district. Shoot so. it through the middle. Yeah, just kind of navigating a little bit wide. You make your way through the sand-choked streets. The sun is risen in full, beats down on all of you as you make your way through the city streets. You're forced to stop periodically as spring is steadily getting on into summer. And even before when you were coming into the Necropolis, you didn't really do that during the height of the day. You don't really have a choice to take a break in the nice cool shade of one of the buildings or the occasional palm that you pass. There's no time to rest here. And so you simply press on, I imagine, drinking a fair bit more water than you usually do and splashing yourselves down to keep well hydrated and cooled. The eerie silence of this place is even more pronounced 
than it was when you came here the first time. Before, you would occasionally see signs of insect movement. The snakes that you've seen here previously, the occasional jackal. Even the buzzards and vultures that would normally circle overhead seem to have vacated this area. That's not a good sign. Hmm. The presence of undeath here is just too strong. Occasionally, you see sign of the dead passing. Buildings whose doors have been burst open from the inside. The occasional marks of footprints in the sand before they've been completely blown away. Trekking and making your way through the streets, however. Jessica, go ahead and roll me a percentile. Percentile? Uh-oh. Really? 100. Oh, sh- Or okay. zero. I don't really know which one it is. is it all, all zeros. All zeros? 100. 100. Uh-oh. You make your way west. Most of the buildings along this path are fairly nondescript. Whatever purpose that they once served, you don't. No. The bottom floor of most of these structures were probably at one point businesses. The upper floor is given over to the habitats for the people that lived here or the slaves that served. You pass by a larger structure, one that still bears the hieroglyphic markings carved into the side of it, showing that it is some form of gambling hall that seems to survive shockingly well uh, and is not even as damaged as many of the other structures you've seen from the dead uprising. Zombies are still just in there playing craps. Yep, they're into the games. <laughs> they still sit at the table all these years later. You continue on past this, circling further, eventually making your way deeper into the city. Uh, you pass by a large dance hall, which still st- stands derelict and quiet. Uh, for those of you who have knowledge local, you may roll it. Citra only gets a 16. Uh, Sigura gets a 24. With a 16, again, Citra, you're not from here. You don't really know the history of a lot of these places, the stories of the people that once lived here. Sigura, you do know a tale about this place, because you do remember hearing stories at the dance hall located in the dead city. Hmm. It may be apocryphal. You're not entirely positive. However, you did remember hearing that there was a, a man born a nameless slave to a Kalashite master. A warrior who would be called Tahatep, who won his freedom after saving the life of his master during a slave uprising. Ashamed that he had sided with his master instead of his fellow slaves, the freemen fled to Wati and took a new name. He established a popular dance and music hall to help drown his guilt in the shallow pursuits of the flesh. But as the story goes, the plague of madness struck before the old warrior could find any peace. With inhuman strength and skin that reportedly turns aside iron blades, Tahatep slaughtered his wife, children, and two dozen patrons in the course of a single night. Wow. Local stories claim the authorities boarded up Tahatep in his dance hall, fearing a confrontation with the lunatic, and other stories insist that he remains there even after these centuries, immortal, insane, and forever singing the few songs his broken mind still remembers. Yeah, not messing with that. Keep walking. Uh, <laughs> goes. Oh, no. With a 21, the story would likely have ended there. Had Tahatep not left his master's service with a fortune in foreign silver, every few years, a silver ingot stamped with Kodiran markings surfaces in the Sunburst Market, tempting treasure hunters and adventurers to brave the sealed dance hall in search of more. The only person ever known to return is the so-called Dancing Lady of Wati, a now elderly woman who emerged from the dance hall blind, deaf, and mute, who waltzes on her single remaining leg, through the city streets to a melody that only she can hear. Yeah, we're not messing with this. Let's keep walking. No, Sagira relates the story and says, let's not go in there, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. 
<laughs> the door so, cracks open and fighting. I mean, I like, I like uh, money, but like, I also like having two legs. So, yeah, so he's not like walking away. He's not like running away. He's like briskly strolling with purpose with like one eye yeah. cocked back to like look eye. at You're this building. So he power steps at 80 feet per round. <laughs> yeah, Wait. It's like you just, your guys are like, man, we're not, we don't want to go in there. And you just like hear like a, and like Sudi's like at the other end of the block. Like, he animated it. <laughs> I know that lady. I've seen that lady before. Oh, I may, maybe I have. I don't know. I don't yeah, know where she, she lives. Still, she She's just there. wanders as a beggar on the streets. People are kind enough to give her money, but she doesn't speak, of course. She can't oh, see probably, or hear. Yeah. Man, crazy. that's terrible. Let's keep walking. Maybe we should be quiet. Oh, are we calling for another group stealth check? Oh, God. I think um, we should just walk. He's not going to come get us. <laughs> I'm feeling the need for a group stealth check, guys. Dude, that guy's not going to come get us. You just told us a scary story. Why did I even tell you the story? <laughs> because Aren't you supposed to be a big, strong, I kill undead guy? Yes, but that guy is, sounds like some kind of like crazed barbarian. Yeah, but he's barred up in there. He's not gonna like come out and say "sup, homies" and like attack well, us. Well, maybe the 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 cop Onuris keeps powerful. walking. Yeah, I'm walking too. We're walking. We're walking here. We're walking. Citra is like right. constantly glancing backward as they walk. I'm not telling you guys story. a story ever again. <laughs> I anticipate a lot of fans being disappointed you're not going to go in there and no. possibly get murdered. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have mummy rot. <laughs> I'll be asking about that in the after party for sure. Maybe like, later. How would we have been? Maybe later we'll come back. We'll be like, I feel pretty strong today. Let's go do this. So that and then we'll go to the building good. that you jump off of. <laughs> What? The uh, building in here. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're just test the, all the our records limits. building. Throwback to book one. Yeah, you just. I like that we then we'll, the... we'll write a book on like which of those are actually true stories and which of them are fake. We're, we're essentially John Cusack's <laughs> character in, you, in the thirteen oh one or whatever. You just give up on fourteen oh eight, fourteen oh eight, whatever. <laughs> one of those movies. You just give up on the main plot. We're just we're just gonna run around like ghost hunters trying ghost to explore hunters. Ghost spacers. It makes me think. Oh gosh, what's the the show with Jonathan Frakes where they show you the different stories and you have to decide. Star if they're Trek? real or faker. No. <laughs> Definitely is a Star Trek. I know it's not Star Trek. Get out. <laughs> you remember no, all the haunted was... episodes? Actually, there was a really creepy episode where yes, some, there was some sort of ghost that was inside the engine or something of the Frank. ship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, because uh, But I know the it. show you're talking it's, about. Yeah, it's like factor fiction Shit. or something like that. And, and, and they, they would show little like five-minute videos and at the very end... It was about urban legends. Yeah. Definitely Star Trek. And then you had to decide... Totally Star Trek. You know, was it factor fiction? They would tell you at the very end. And me and my mom used to love that show because... I, I know. Bet it's, on I, it. I know what you're talking. Yes. It's not Star Trek. It's not Star Trek. <laughs> now she's just trolling you guys. I know it's not Star Trek. Then tell yeah, me what it is, huh? Tell me what it is. Factor Fiction. It's called Factor Fiction. I don't think that's it. I think that's what it's called. Focus, everyone. Focus. No one knows. We're you playing an important way. game. You make your way briskly away from briskly. the dance hall of ultimate death. Don't look back, uh, anyone. Okay, yeah. Greek yeah, myth no. style. Don't look back. <laughs> It's just like dance macabre. Like, no, <laughs> God, I love we that are so much. not we near have, high enough level to around with one of those. To Gosh those darn words. it, Greg Vaughn. <laughs> Back yeah. in the day, I PTSD. thought that was just a fun little song that was real creepy and whatnot. Uh-uh. After playing that game, Greg Vaughn ruins everything. Yeah, Greg Vaughn, uh, you have ruined the dance macabre. That's not true. I love all of his work. That was great, though. Was yeah, it was. I mean, it was a great vibe, but it was very traumatic. You cut your way. Through the alleyways here. Cut our way? Like we're. Yeah, yeah. 
Like cut through the alleys. Like, oh, okay. Not, not, I was like, like what did we fight? There's yeah. a lot of grown grass that we have to like machete, <laughs> machete it. Uh, we're, we're linking it up. Yeah. Our rupees, Busting. Our, we're throwing all the pots. Busting all them pots. Breaking all the pots. <laughs> all the potions. Like, I want the glider from Breath of the Wild. We hop oh, off the building. Yeah. We just <laughs> get your stamina bar real high so you can do that. Yeah, yeah. You let go and drop a little bit happens. and then do some more. None of that. Yeah. Eventually, you emerge back into the ghoul market. Still quiet. Almost disturbingly so. Eventually, you make your way to the Windward Winds Oil Company. Is the door still shut? The door is still firmly shut. Okay. We do our knock. Yeah, do our secret knock. I will. I don't actually offer like hero points or anything. I really want to offer one for anyone here that actually remembers what the knock was. I thought it was like shaving a haircut. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Knock, knock, knock on the window if you love me. Two, one, two. It's like knock, knock. Not that, that, not, that, that. I don't remember. I don't think we Audience, ever actually tell us in the comments it. how silly we are for not remembering. <laughs> did we actually establish a knock? Yeah, we yeah, did. Was it an actual knock? I, yeah. I thought that was it. Knock, knock. I thought knock, it was shaving a haircut, knock, but knock. that's me. How was, close am I? It was four, three, four. Whatever. I was still two, one, two. I was close. So I don't think I picked that. I don't know. The secret knock. Yeah, uh, four, three, four. And we do a lot of cursing outside so they can hear us. <laughs> Let us in. It's hot. <laughs> We're about to walk through the street some more. I can take a break in the shade for a minute. They're gonna have to gather their stuff, I guess. Is Sudi with you? Yes. Yes, I'm here. Oh, okay. Good. You guys have learned nothing. Did we ever show them that paper we had? Yes. No, but they're still firmly in the impression that Sudi is immune to ghoul fever, so they'll let him in. <laughs> that's right. I think we Although mechanically them he is. <laughs> I. Uh, oh yeah, he is yeah. now. But, that's but not, because, a, not because that's a, a funny cat. coincidence. Not because I'm a cat folk. I'm a <laughs> These two have mummy rot, but whatever. <laughs> They're fine. They're not going to fall over and turn into mummies. The door Sigur opens. Warren gives all of you a nod, you know, gesturing you in. Uh, his youthful face lined with warrior lines from his constant furtive glances out through the windows. All right, time to pack. We're gonna you go. Didn't find him. No, no, no. not yet. Well, we're we're all ready to go whenever you are. All right. Well, we, we're going now. Do we know where we're going? We're going to seek some people who should hopefully be able to help us. That's fake. Dark folk. They're friends with a friend of ours. Yeah, they're kind of weird people, but they should be maybe nice and better than staying here where the ghouls are just waiting on us to turn on each other. They should be fine if we name drop our friend. Yeah, with those uh, uh, Unchained Harmony. Oh, yeah. Unwrapped. Unwrapped. I'm sorry. It's a stripper name. Actually, I, 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 if I had, if we're doing hair points, I would advocate you get a hair point for getting even remotely close <laughs> with the name of that. We're not doing hair points. We're not doing hair points. I know. I but that was a good recall. <laughs> I was almost there. I was thinking Unchained Melody, and I was like, I know it's something close to that. That would be a bad dark folk name either. But no, Unwrapped Harmony. So they all have stripper names. <laughs> now that's going to be in my head. Unwrapped Harmony? No, it's totally Come on. <laughs> Come on. Blame Crystal Fraser. I do. Uh, she probably did that on purpose. She did. <laughs> Maybe. Because she knew that people like us would giggle about it. Crystal, if you're listening, we want to know. Hey, strippers are cool people, too. Yeah, strippers are cool. All right. Let's go yep. to our friend Unwrapped Harmony with our kind of friend gang members yep. and see how it goes. <laughs> and the name of Tetmanip on our lips. True, but weird. Oh. So the trio faded, faded gather their gear together, company you back out as all of you make your way. It's approaching noon by this point as you're starting to make your way off to the south in this, or in the direction of the noble section of the city. The sun perches high at its zenith and provides no shade for you as you make your mm. way along. 
Great. That being said, at the very least, the advantage of having it directly above you is it's not in your eyes as you're watching the surrounding streets for any sign of approach or anything trying to close on you. This makes brings up a question. Does Sudi sweat? I imagine he pants. Yeah, because yeah. cats don't. So I'm imagining Sudi's just like, <sighs> the entire time. And then every now and then, Citra just sprinkles you with water. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't know the, the cat like lapping. Yeah. I, this doesn't they, make sound. They sweat through their feet. Cats like it warm. You're yeah. okay. They're they're basically yeah. like liquid cooled like a computer. Can be. Come for the adventure path. Stay for the cat facts. Yeah, boy. All right, we go. You keep, make your way. Keep an eye out for evil dead things. You march along these desert choked streets. The sand piled up along the outer edges. The streets are quiet. You don't see any sign of that. One hundred percent. Jessica rolled on her. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it, so the reason why I reacted that way is because I've run an adventure path, and I was like, "That sounds like a random encounter roll." If ever I've seen one, a hundred right? is usually the worst one you can get. Mm. So I was like, "Oh no!" Uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, no. That guy does come like out of his, his hut. He comes after us. I'm actually just the lady possessing me right now, but she's doing a good job pretending to be me. <laughs> <laughs> that was a roll for possession. Yeah. Hundred percent possessed. Possessed. <laughs> nah, because then she'd probably be following behind Sudi. She keeps looking at Sudi. She's checking out Sudi's behind. Is that what you were implying? Uh huh. Okay. Sudi's <laughs> got quite a behind because he's got a lot of strength. He does squats. He does all the exercises. He can like climb buildings. He does all the exercises. <laughs> but he definitely doesn't skip like day. <laughs> it doesn't take you long to follow almost the same path that you took from Phrasma's Needle to make your way to the Noble Sector when you came here to explore the uh, House of Pantheru so long ago. And by so long ago, I mean like six days ago. I was going to say, like so long ago doesn't Actually, exist. Actually, it might have been like path. five days ago. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like less than a week. It's not been that long. Because that was the last one we did, wasn't it? No, that was the second Sanctum one. Sanctum of the Erudite Eye. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sanctum, that's the last one. It hadn't even been a week yet. Good gracious, this adventure path. The seven of you now make your way past the various side streets and alleyways. You pass by where you spoke to the guardsmen before when you came here when they first erected the barricade cutting off the ghoul market. You pass by the side streets where you fought alongside the Scorch Hand against the skeletons. Eventually, you make your way up to the path leading directly up to the Noble Sector. Oh, crap. Is my stalker here? Wait, you, you have a stalker too? Valriana? Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I was like, man, we've it's got a lot of stalkers. It's the of the day. I know, but remember, she's going to rematerialize at some point. Yeah. We'll just beat her down again. It'll be a lot easier because all four of us are here. True. Unless she waits until you're all weakened by ghoul fever. Mommy rot? Mommy rot. Either one. <laughs> Both. 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 All of the above. <laughs> Ever fought those ghoul mummies? <laughs> you ascend. I will need a perception roll from the party. Sans Segura. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I didn't roll great. Um, so Sudi gets a 19. Sudi gets a 19. Sudi got an 11. On yours gets a 20. Citra, you warily watch behind you. What is the marching order? I guess more importantly is where are you putting the faded? I'm going to be dead Probably in the middle Probably Sagira, me, the three faded, then Onuris and Sudi. That sounds about right. So I'm going to say Citra is probably a little distracted. I imagine you keep kind of an eye back towards the faded, an eye on the surrounding streets. You didn't particularly have a great time in the House of Panthera. Uh, it was full of ghosts and all sorts of horrible haunting things. Yeah, yeah it was messy. You almost um, made out with on yours. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know? 
Sudi and Onuris falling from further behind, you know, you're kind of keeping an eye forward. Citra doesn't notice alongside of her that Sagira stutter steps for a moment. However, Onuris and Sudi do. Like, is she trying to go towards the house of Pantheru? She just seems to stutter for stutter step for a moment, and you just hear a whisper, We're home. Oh, crap. And a voice that is not completely her own. Onuris After which Sagira continues to march <laughs> uninterrupted. <laughs> Isra glances up a little bit curiously, but determines that that wasn't a command, and so <laughs> go home. Oh, no. <laughs> Isra takes off through the city streets. No. On yours, would holler up, Sagira, you all right? I mean, it's hot as a. <laughs> really. You got the slow stream of sweat trickling down my spine, but it's real soggy up here, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Too much information. <laughs> You have fire resistance, so it's not I too do, bad that's for true. you. I do, that's true. Yeah. On is eyeing I was going to say, Sudi also, on, uh, Sudi also eyeing because that was weird. What? I'm also like, what? Aren't you supposed to be looking at the behind? <laughs> like the rear area? I look in all directions. Thank you very much. Okay. To be I, fair, he heard that. He didn't look for it, which is why he didn't take a penalty on his perception roll. <laughs> yes, yes. Good okay. to know. And with that, all of you continue on. You enter into the nobles' district, eyeing the surrounding city streets warily. Most of the nobles' manors are hidden behind their own high walls. Eventually, you navigate your way, passing by the house of Pantheru. Probably made somewhat comfortable by the fact that the gate here still holds. Oh, good. They're going to guess that Tepmanip did a good job fixing this. You make your way further down the block from here, nearly to the end of the long row, before beginning to approach a wide gate. Sudi, very close to where you'd seen the shadowy figure from the second floor window of the house of Pantheru. Creepy. Way back in like episode, I don't know, 15. Yeah, no, no, the one when I was like, I wait, is that my stalker? No, we didn't know about that yet. Oh, no, no, yes, no, right, we I just remember weird. seeing them and being like, wait, that's weird. Yeah. And I probably saw a dark folk now that we know that those but, things exist. Yeah, that's when you were compelled to search the room. We don't remember that fight. That never happened. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh-huh. <laughs> So is this the place uh, Tetmanip told us to go? Yes. He gave us a letter or something? No, he just... No, he gave us the name. He just said yeah. to mention his name. Oh, okay. Yeah, to name drop him. Um, you approach the structure. A wide arch stands in front of this place. The sands of time have not been kind to this building, which seems to be further worn down than most of the other places you've gone thus far. Probably in one part due to just the age of the building, and probably in one part seemingly due to the, the damage done to the structure during the, the madness that claimed the city. Sagira pauses. This is the house of Aseti. I knew a boy from here once. He was a kind man. A poet. He would write sonnets for me. He died. We should pay our respects. Um, we can do that for you. Onuris will I step forward and start saying prayers for the dead. Why are you praying? Citra, like, goes up to her and, like, snaps in her face. What are you doing? You got possessed again. I, I'm still possessed. Was it a different person? <laughs> wanted us to pay respects for a... Poet that lived poet here. that lived here. Well, she does like poetry, I guess. It's just really weird <clears throat> to hear her voice coming out of you. The yeah. faded are real freaked out now. Um, <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, he's a little uncomfortable. You don't sound good in a man pretending to make a falsetto voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we all have our faults. 
<laughs> Is the gate locked? The gate stands wide open. Let's, <laughs> well, let's just go knock on the front door, shall yeah, we? like, hello, we come in peace. <laughs> I, like, I like the idea that we knock on the door and just like arrows Everybody should down. have their weapons sheathed at yep. this point. We sheathe them I weapons. I can't sheathe my fists. Then I'll remove them. It's fine. <laughs> we'll put them in a jar. So mean. Why are all your characters mean to mine? <laughs> you should put your holy symbol out if it wasn't already. It's always, I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't be out. As you enter the grounds, I'll need a perception roll from the party. God. Yikes. Uh, is this sight-based, I assume? I'll say sound-based will work. Cool. I got a 30. Uh, Sudi gets a 22. Sudi got another 11. On yours another gets natural a one. 15. The building stands large ahead of you. It's a little bit larger than the Panthero estate. Although it just stretches up the two floors as that one did, it seems to stretch further back into the compound. Although it is not joined to the outside wall, as the Pantero estate was. The seven of you make your way in, eyeing the way back behind you. Yeah, you got the fade with you. I know, I just... The I nine of you with the that. cats, your whole... Or the cat and the falcon. Your whole thing. After a moment, Sudi and Sagira, you hear movements in the shadows. Inside the open doorway leading into the first floor and seemingly at the open windows on the second floor above. For a moment, Sagira, you see a fleeting movement. Nothing with intent, so much as just someone warily watching from the window. It reminds you of, of a neighbor you had as a child that would pretend not to be standing at the window whenever your parents were fighting, mm. but was obviously standing there dropping eaves. Citra mm. will probably kind of look at the openings and stuff and be like, we're looking for unwrapped unwrapped army. I didn't think about it. We're looking for unwrapped harmony. We have been sent by Tatmanib. We mean you no harm? Yes, we mean you absolutely no harm. There's silence for a moment. After about a minute or so, you can see a trio of figures just inside the door. Small figures. They seem to quickly converse with one another. Anyone that wishes may make me a sense motive. Wow. Uh, <laughs> perfect 20 for a 29. Um, uh, well, they're not humans. Yeah, so. Sudi gets a 22. Citra gets a 24. Ahanyaris gets a 15. Sagira and Citra both. You can tell that while they were wary at first, this enthusiasm seems genuine. Hmm. Much in the same way that the Faded were enthusiastic upon seeing you after being trapped in here. Mm. In a way that probably makes you somewhat uncomfortable considering you were coming to them for help. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get any help from them, other than maybe stay in here. One of the figures darts off deeper into the structure. The other two slink their way out onto the front step, still under the awning, still in the blessed shade provided there from the noonday sun. Both of these men? Both of these figures are small, standing barely over three feet in height. Although they're somewhat broad, they're not dwarfishly broad. I didn't think the dark ones were, or I didn't think they were small-sized creatures. The dark creepers are. The oh. dark stalkers are. Okay. Each of them are wrapped in a style that almost looks like mummification. Mm. Like rags wrapped around them in a way to mimic the mummification wrappings. <sighs> they're oh, really into... Like camouflage. No, they're really into our, like, dead ritual things. Oh, that's right. A mantle drapes around these figures, and the only things left visible from the wrappings that cover them head to toe are its hands 
small beady eyes and a pale white nose protruding over the edge of the bandage wrappings that cover the bottom portion of his faces. <laughs> One of them steps his way forward, just to the edge, to the point where his toes are in the light, but the rest of him is still in the shadows. You are here for Unwrapped Harmony. Yes. Yep. We were told by Tetmanib. Tetmanib? He's a friend of ours. He's with you? No. No. He sent us, though. We do have a strong priest, though, if you need one. Priest? Priest, yes. Strong. Against the dead? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I like that this is the one time that on yours isn't like, yes, I'm very strong against the dead. Yeah, it's because he has mummy rot and it's out of channels and <laughs> most know, of his just, spells it, it, for the day. Yeah, hey, no, you it's know, just funny. Not in the noonday sun, of course, but... <laughs> Unwrought Harmony will be, will be happy that you're here. Good. You've come to save us. Maybe. Oh, save you from what? Not my place. Can we come in? Because it's hot out here. We've gone to tell her. Ah. She will decide. But you are friends. Friends of the Lady of Graves. Friends yep. of the Opener of the Way. Opener Both of you would realize that that's a title for uh, Nubus. Sure. Yeah, um, totally. Sure. Yeah, like, so he like, kind of like does this holy symbol and then like pokes his head. Ooh. He just kind of reaches up and makes a little spiral symbol in the air. Of like, so but you would say a worshiper of Phrasma. He does it fairly well. I love him so much. Nice. So they, like, returns it. <laughs> so he immediately happy. Come. In the shade. Excellent. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I move into the shade. Aren't they, aren't they, like, literally killed by sunlight? No, they just... Oh, don't okay. Like I, I don't remember if they were the ones that's, like, literally... There's some things uh, that are, like... Darrow or literally... Darrow, yeah, they're yeah. literally killed by sunlight. We just go and hang out in the, in the shade. Mm-hmm. The two figures are very excited and animated to see all of you. They try their best to carry on polite conversation, but are very bad at it. Oh, cute. I love them. The sun disk is very high, yes? You're right. Yes. Indeed it is. The wind. Wind is good. Yes. Good wind tomorrow, too, I think. <laughs> Excellent. Sudi is like, so, so pleased. This I want to play one of these so immediately. Great. Are you hungry? He offers you a kebab of scorpions. Sure. Sagira eats a scorpion. Mm. Yeah, they've been cooked. <laughs> okay. The stinger's been removed, hopefully. No, you grab him by the oh, stinger. Oh, you grab by the stinger, the that's right. Like, like a shrimp. shrimp. It's like a shrimp. <laughs> it's like a really poisonous shrimp. <laughs> I eat a scorpion skewer. But they continue uh, to chat with you, making uh, conversations about various surface, surface topics, which they don't completely understand. That's fun. Um, including things like money, which they don't completely <laughs> understand, or weather, which they don't completely understand, or... <laughs> I love them. Or the sun disc. They're kind of adorable. Let's spend the rest of the adventure just with these guys. (laughs) (laughs) Teaching them about the world. Actually, we just take one with us into the world and we listen to what it says. What? It's like, building tall. Yeah, tall building. Yes, good. Good tall. Tall good. (laughs) You wait for... You don't think it's too long. These two keep up general conversations. Again, you don't think that you're out here for more than maybe 20 minutes. Hmm. Before the first creeper returns. Come, Unwrapped Harmony will see you. Okay. Does he seem less happy? No, he still seems pretty energetic, but he also seems to be putting on airs like a herald about to announce Ah, you to him. He's trying to puff himself up I'm just making sure. Which is funny, because he's like three feet tall. We follow. (laughs) Just imagining, like, strutting around, like, I'm so important. Look at me go. We're all going to play creepers I I do forget that these things are monsters, by the way. They're so cute. I love them. Pretty sure we fought these before and like murdered them. So I mean, like, maybe, but like some not adventure these guys. path somewhere. Hope not. But they're very fun. Never again. Yeah, I was gonna say they're, they're just like the noble. I mean, Malay. they can be any alignment. It's just like stabbing evil humans when That's we're true. stabbing yeah. evil dark 
creepers. But I have a feeling this is going to turn into another noble boulet Aww. thing. Following the men, you are led through the entry hall. And from there, you are led into the central courtyard. Again, this structure has a layout akin to that of the House of Panthera, just somewhat larger. Sand drapes the floor of this room. Uh, although, unlike in the House of Panthera, there's a small in- internal well in this chamber that sits off to one side. Nice. An overhang has been erected at the very top of this to block out the sunlight from streaming down here. And all of you would have to wait, your eyes kind of adjusting to the darkness. Those of you who don't have dark vision, which I think is Sudi mm. and Citra. Yep, I've got low light vision. That's I'm it. the only one with dark vision. Yeah, I have low light vision. Oh, okay. Those of you with low light vision can adjust fairly quickly. Uh, enough light kind of filters in. The The overhang above you is canvas, and therefore it still lets some light through and just shines down in shades of the green and purple stripes that cover the entirety of it mm. okay. uh, and trail down below. You can sense that there's some movement still on the upper level here, as if there's maybe more than the... You've seen three of the smaller dark folk since you've arrived here. Upon arriving here, you would note that there are two more of them that would stand off towards either side. Both of these are carrying what appear to be small incense bowls with lit incense, which fills this air with the fragrant scent of jasmine. Cool. Nice. Relaxing. A lithe and tall woman stands opposite you as you make your way in. The woman is covered entirely in wrappings of purest white linen. These trail down from around her shoulders, forming something almost akin to a a cloak, but one of a tattered threads, which falls down behind her. In said wrappings, effectively making a belt of these linen wrappings, are two short swords, which hang on either of her hips, although she doesn't reach for these weapons. Cool. Judging by her lithe build, as well as build of the two others, you think that all three of these are women. Although, again, with the short ones, it's kind of hard to tell. Their features are very similar. Hmm. The only thing that you can see of this woman, much as the other ones are, a little bit of a pale brow and what looks to be almost infinitely black eyes. And she's medium-sized? Yes. She inclines her head to all of you as you step in. Citra returns the gesture. I understand that Tetmanib sent you. He did. Mm. He told us that you might be able to offer us assistance. A place to stay, if nothing else. We've been sent to try to stop the necromatic pulses. You are here to quiet the dead. Yeah, that is, that is our plan. Our aim, yes. Where is Tetmanib? Tetmanib is in the City of the Living at the Temple of Phrasma. They're trying to hold the line from the dead crossing over into the living city. Upon the mention of Phrasma, a number of the smaller ones make the spiral symbol once again energetically in the air. She's so, so happy. The woman watches them with an almost, you think almost bemused expression, but you can't see her face. Hmm. The church has sent you. Mm-hmm. It does. You must be powerful. Relatively. More so than the average commoner. <laughs> so he says nothing. The party may make me either a diplomacy or intimidate check. I have a very high diplomacy. I'm going to aid somebody help. else. I aid. I'm going to aid Citra because... Well, hold we on. Have, I think we're all just going to aid on I, I yours. I don't have the hi- highest, actually. I have a oh. 10. On yours has a 13. We oh, aid okay. on yours because he's got a holy yours? symbol on his face. Oh, <laughs> Sudi does not aid. I aid. I aid. 
So you're too excited. Twenty-eight. You both two aids. Mm-hmm. I so know. I don't aid you. Thirty-two. She eyes all of you for a moment. Follow me. Her handmaidens rush over, collecting the long, almost wedding gown-esque trail of wrappings that she has behind her and hifting them up at the ends. Uh-huh. Is it all right if our three friends stay here? Are they friends of Tetmanib? No. So, so I was, no, oh, <laughs> come on. I like Sudi like turns to them and kind of gives kind of gives them a play along look like. Huh? Onyris doesn't want them getting too much information just to squeal to the viper when well, they get sure. out. Well, sure. Yeah. No, I totally get that. But I'm I'm trying to get them to be like, yes, they're friends of Tetmanib. They're friends of Tetmanib, but they are not sanctioned by the church. Do you vouch for them? I cut them a scary look to keep to stay in line. <laughs> Does your face twitch them? like in those uh, like ghost yeah. things where it's just like... I'm going to try and intimidate the faded people to be like, but with like a glare. You better not mess this up. <laughs> I rolled real bad. And you convince. Oh, no but the humans. I get a five. Okay. <laughs> wow. I rolled a two. That's with your favorite You give them yep. a scolding look, like a petulant older sister. On your yeah. return back to them. Will you three behave yourselves, please? With any luck, this is where we'll be staying until we finish our mission. Date Palm nods. If this gets us closer to getting out of here, then yes. Then behave yourselves. Then you vouch for them. Yes. You rolled really well on your diplomacy check, so... So even though you're like, not really, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Will they be assisting you? No. No. Depends. Mm-hmm. She, They've already given us enough information. I don't think they can help anymore. She nods to one of the smaller creatures. This one glances up towards them. It quickly makes the phrasmid spiral again. <laughs> They just kind of awkwardly make the symbol back to him. <laughs> he then nods, beginning to lead them towards a side passage as all of you make your way back. Oh, I hope they're safe. You're led to a dining room. Any wooden chairs have crumpled into nothingness in the intervening centuries. However, stone benches lie on either side of a large table. You are all set here. There's even a perch off to the side for unhurt. Oh, wow. How convenient. By that, it's a statue, but there's a statue off oh. to the side for unhurt. He is a bird. He likes statues. Unwrapped Harmony makes her way to the opposite side of the table and settles. Two of the smaller creatures make their way in, providing all of you with assorted number of delicacies, <laughs> which seem to be mostly some sort of fungus uh, made into a stew. The somewhat metallic-smelling but potable water that they seem to have here, as well as a variety of different vermin that seem to have been cooked, surprisingly, for those of you brave enough to try some of it, expertly. For I being rats and snakes and scorpions. Say, I'm imagining Sudi has probably had to eat some uh, vermin in his time. So yeah, this probably Sigura. isn't the weirdest thing he's ever eaten. It's rude to refuse food. Sagara eats food. The woman watches all of you. She does not partake. That's weird. It's poison. Her dark eyes are unreadable. But after a long period of time where you make yourselves comfortable and I suppose politely eat a couple of these things. Yeah. I would be willing to assist you. And provide you with information. I will need something. And what exactly is that? A service. What kind of service? City so crosses his fingers for church service. <laughs> Periodically, small gangs of my people have splintered away from our Zotil clan to form their own breakaway clans they embrace dissenting ideas usually these factions die out 
eventually crawl back to the fold. But recently, my own apprentice, a man named Gaunt Cadaver, left the Zotul to form his own clan. He does not share my views. I have studied your people. The mummies of the necropolis. My people leave behind no corpses when they die. Yet I hope to learn the secrets of mummification to share with my people. We understand from speaking with Tetmanip the importance of your burials. We do not leave bodies. They are they are a strange thing for us to see, and we respect them as the holy relics that they are, and leave them undisturbed, only observed. Gaunt Cadaver, however, has become enamored with darker things. Necromancy. He has decided to take a more she pauses, searching for the phrase. A more direct hand in learning the secrets of your dead. Gaunt Cadaver has begun turning his followers through some form of strange magic into undead abominations. Yikes. His followers have claimed an estate on the far side of this this noble place this vizier's hill I need you to stop him if you can provide me proof that Gaunt Cadaver is no longer a threat to my people I will aid you in any way I can he has a stone he took from me. Return it. And I will know he is no more. His mm. power grows with each sunset. Yeah, well. More dead flock to his banner. I believe he is out of living servants. Mm. And soon he will come to take those in my charge. The smaller creatures on either side of her would quickly make the spiral symbol again. This time, nervously. Well, that's right up our alley. Mm. Well, you as soon as I heard Necromancer, I'm on board. You don't happen to have anything that would heal disease, do you? This is beyond my power. I could heal you of your injuries. The gods of your land, the opener of the way, grants me power. Oh, and insight. Okay. She's a cleric of harassment? Anubis. That's so cool. Anubis. Uh, Anubis. Or Anubis, sorry. Bad. You're right. That's really cool, though. Well, seems like we have an agreement. Do you know how many followers he left with? He took a half dozen retainers with him. Noble ones or not noble ones? They were the common cast. Hmm. One of the little ones waves energetically. <laughs> <laughs> Like us. I like that their caste system is based on height. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's Invader Zen. 
It is Invader Zim. Oh, man. That's the tallest. <laughs> the tallest. My tallest. Uh, there's a nice throwback. That's a nice 90s reference. Is that 90s reference? Yeah. I think so. Don't know. Never seen it. And Invader Zim was early 2000s. Didn't have cable. Close uh, enough. Dude, you would love Invader Zim. Invader Zim was a fantastic show. Like, I knew of it, but I never it. was in Hot it. Topic. I know. It wasn't That's hot the topic. only it's reason still I still in Hot Topic. Yeah, I was going to say, that hasn't gone away. You accept. We yep. do. You have questions. More questions. <laughs> do you know where the magic mask is? <laughs> we get the information if we help her with this. I uh, know. I can speak more on what my servants have found. If you can ensure our protection. They should be weakest during the day. The light burns our eyes. We avoid it. She says as all of you are sitting in here in nearly complete darkness. We should go now then. I have no channels left and I'm very low on spells. I just don't know how much time it's going to take to do this and we only have two days. I think we should push through also. I'm telling you now that I'm very low on healing. If things were to go poorly, as they did against the mummies, there's a chance we might not pull through this time. We have wands, I guess. Don't we? I I look down like I have a wand. Onuris has a wand of cure light wounds, but... We bought some scrolls. I will not force you into a fight you were unprepared for. However, his power will only grow with the setting of the sun. His numbers will only grow. On the upside, you do have exceptional ability against undead. But I have two first level spells, one first level spell or uh, one second level spell and one third level spell left. I have no channels and Sitzgira or Citra and I are both down constitution from the mummy rot. Drink the lesser restorations or use the scrolls. Does she, can she cast lesser restorations? I have second level. I don't know. There's there's a chance. Dang it. Ow. Seriously? Oh, I mean, she can cast second level spells. She doesn't have However, she's an oracle. And oh. therefore, has oh, a limited spell list. Sad. Is there someone else here who can? <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone else hear spell cast? No? No? Just this You're just leader? making this symbol I mean, at me? No. I didn't know. I mean, I mean we, we bought all of those And then we have two scrolls of Lesser Restore. I can provide you with healing. I'm not injured. Yeah, we're good on that. <laughs> yeah, everybody's at full health. But we bought those lesser restorations for exactly this purpose. So. True. If you do not bear magical weapons, I could enchant them for you. I think we everybody's have magical got magical weapons. weapons. Yeah. Our, our problem is, is that he and I are both suffering from mummy rot. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think we should. How far down constitution are you? One. Same. I, yeah. So. Uh. But that's six hit points. Yeah, I was going to say that puts you on the odds. Yeah, Yeah, every hit point. We got them for free. (laughs) Yeah, the wand we got for free. (laughs) The the scrolls we paid for. Well, then use the wand. So, might as well. Just go and do it. No, I mean, it's completely up to you whether or not you want to rest instead and try this tomorrow. I just, Uh, I'm telling you, if things go real bad, we're screwed. I do not have the, I don't have any channels. Well, we can run because we're going to run out of time. Yeah, we don't know how long the, it's going to take to get through is this. The timing is what worries me. And then that'll leave us with two days to run well, around he's the got, city? He's got at least six small undead, and she said he's been gathering more undead. So. And we don't know what kind of undead they are. Do yeah. they know what kind of undead they are? <laughs> I, mean, I assume they're like some kind of like dark stalker undead. I don't know. 
or Dark Creeper undead. Well, I mean, they're they're gonna be a zombie or a skeleton or some other undead yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, unless he's a really powerful necromancer, they wouldn't be any kind of an intelligent undead. Sudi says, knowing like nothing about this, really. His power is like mine, but comes from a darker place, darker gods that he whispers to in the depths. Hmm. From the hidden shrines that your people once kept to the murderers and the violent gods. Mm. All right. So he's also an oracle. Mm-hmm. Probably a set. Mm-hmm. Or something similar. She nods sagely. His mystery is different from mine. No. Uh, <laughs> he has 2d6 of sneak attack. <laughs> My only worry is that Niquette mentioned that we may not have the full four days. And if she can heal us, if we can hold our own in the actual battle, we could come here and use her healing rather than going through our stores. We can always run. That's true. We could withdraw. But if it's just some, like, zombies or something. Mm. Do you know what type of undead he's turning his followers into? What are they? What can they do? I do not know. However, we have seen them searching, scouting. Then they have some form of intelligence if they can do that. Yes. They do not go. They do not go west, as the other dead have, to the gates. He holds sway over them. Do they smell bad? Like, real bad? My people avoid them and flee when they see them. They are searching. We do not know for what. You can find them at the Kawab Villa, at the far end of Vizier's Hill. Would that be right here? Yes. To the very end. The house at the end of the street. Hmm. You can't miss it. Segura blinks for a moment. Oh no. Oh no. The seamstress in service of the Kawab were to make my wedding dress. This passes after a moment as... Secure continues to look down. <laughs> I'm just sure the, the dark stalker is just like, what? And we're just like, pay no attention to the weird voice coming out of Sakira. <laughs> Did we ever fix that dress up? I think we sold it. Yeah, we had it restored and then we sold it okay. to the temple. You feel a little bad now, don't you? <laughs> Not really, <laughs> no. she's dead. <laughs> because let's face it, if we'd kept the dress, Sakira would be wearing it. Yeah, she'd be dress. Okay, well... You are right. We could always just pull out if we can't defeat him. So I mean, we could scout somehow. And hit it. <laughs> I know where they are. Fair. I mean, he's not that She's smart, saying my but... name. Why is she saying my name? <laughs> the bird watches you. <laughs> say my name. Say my name. <laughs> She's suggesting that you scout the building that we we're going to. I thought we were coming here. And now we're leaving, unfortunately. Pick a spot. <laughs> you don't tell me what to do, bird. <laughs> I love that this bird has like as much sass as on your say, this is this is your spirit animal for sure, because there is some sass coming out of this bird. Look at me on yours. I'm the captain. Now. No. <laughs> no. He no. uses talons no. to do a little eyes thing. But he does it just to his one eye because he's blind in the other one. He's not blind in the other one. It's hey, just weird. Oh, hey, do you happen to have any holy water? No, I'm incapable of blessing it. 
Oh, you're talking to her, not the bird. Yes. I was like, keep what? Up, keep up, Seeker. I need holy water for on her to bombard the undead with. Uh, I actually have holy waters, but I've got like five. I don't have any holy water. Or no, four. Sorry. Yeah, I'm going to give on her some holy water. Fire also probably works. Just just set it all on fire. That'll, all that'll right. make it all go away. I have a fuse grenade. Well, Could you use a fuse ahead. grenade? Probably let's not, go but. ahead. And, actually, that might be really helpful. Can he throw the grenade at him? He has bombard. You he, think he could literally drop a grenade? I have to light fire. the grenade first, yeah. and then he has to carry it and throw it. What's the delay? I have no idea. It's my dad's. I took I, it off. I, of I, I like the idea of what's the delay? We'll find out when it explodes. Oh, he died. You didn't like that bird, right? <laughs> and we all cry. Okay. Well, let's. Uh, I think we should go ahead and up our constitution then. Yeah. Okay. Get as many hit points as you can. We're back up because we're only down the minimum, so. Yay. Good hit points. So, if I'm gathering this correctly, you're pulling out the one yes. uh, of lesser restoration and yes. using it real quick on, on Uris and Citra. Mm-hmm. Yes. Regaining a little bit of your constitution to get those hit points back. Yep. yep. It still takes 10 minutes, even though it's a wand, right? So you're, so you're still just like. Yes, Activation I'm work. sure those are I think lesser restoration works. is three rounds. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it is three rounds. That's right. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you're only gesticulating wildly for like 18 seconds. Yeah. I suppose following this, you stand up, use yeah. the wand real quick, gather yourselves back together. The four of you, plus the animals, make your way back out of the the blessed cool, probably blinking away your own eyes, trying to adjust the brilliant light as you step back outside. Knowing that taxed as you are, you still have another fight to deal with. You ready yourselves... And I think we'll pick it back up here next time. Yay. Everyone feeling drained and defeated. Yeah. Great. Next episode, the one with all the necrostalkers. 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 That sounds like a really bad Everybody adjust your cans. <laughs> Did you just? Did you, just <laughs> you did exactly what I think she did, didn't she? you? Just. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sad I missed that. Jessica, this is a family show. <laughs> I can't see. I can't see. This is why we can't twitch stream. <laughs> We're about to go find a stripper. <laughs> Crap. That was great. All right, now something horrible happens.